Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm L'Oreal. And Division is here. Hey. What's up? <laughs> so, 1985 and Daniel. Now, let me tell y'all, I'm super excited for this because I'm a big fan of Division. Like, Gigi's like, yes. Yes. So, first of all, y'all don't do, like, a ton of interviews. So, this is why this is really special for me. So, yes. thank you for that. We're very honored. Thank you for having us. I don't know how y'all got tricked into this. <laughs> 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 but I have so many questions. Um, first of all, September 5th, right, when that album came out, my favorite song for a long time was um, In Too Deep. I always talk oh about Oh, my God. That she's song. obsessed with that song. She would play it over and over. <laughs> I just think that's a great song. But I think that um, that song might make people not pull out. And I feel like if you listen to that while you're having sex, it kind of like, you know, the guy kind of wants to leave it in or whatever. So my question is, <laughs> where did the inspiration come for In Too Deep? I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. You kind of just said it right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, not right again. Was it a, a certain experience and you were like, I got to write this down? I've had multiple experiences where I've Damn it. <laughs> wanted to tell myself, uh, hey, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stop this right now and have to pull out. I mean, that's like, that's, a, I mean, it's the metaphor also on top of that, right? It's not just the sex element to it you know it's supposed to be you know when you're when you just feel that deeply involved with somebody you feel like you've gone past the line that you're just like you know what let's let's just go all the way there's no point in, in turning back now do you worry after like do y'all sit at the edge of the bed after like shit or do you just get a plan b no no see the thing about me personally my <laughs> my conscience always wins so if it kicks in and tells me to do some shit, that's like, yo, you gotta, you gotta back out. Like I probably did pull out, to be honest. But I, I didn't want to, but you know. Nineteen eighty-five. You was very talkative before this topic. <laughs> <laughs> he got quiet as hell. I think my uh, my reflection comes like those mirror moments. So after it's happened, and you look at yourself in the mirror, you have a moment of like, uh, what did I just do? <laughs> I think I'm more of that guy. <laughs> 
do you like the girl more if you come to her? Because I feel like some girls or women will think in their mind, like, well, he came in me, so obviously he wants to be with me or he wants to have my, he wants me to have his baby. Do you feel like that? <laughs> For me, hell yeah. I'm definitely not. I'm not doing that if, if you're not somebody to me. Mm-hmm. Please don't. <laughs> no, random, no random in my life can say that that happened. <laughs> I only practice very safe sex. Good. So I'm always protected. And I'm, I'm one of those guys that I'm not pulling out. <laughs> but you don't have to. No. If you have a condom on. That's my why thing. did I think you was about to say you still pull out with the condom on? No. Because <laughs> that's why you got to wear it every time. That safe that even with the condom on, they still pulling out. No. Have you ever lost the condom inside of someone? And yeah. didn't tell them. How about that? <laughs> no. no. You got you to gotta, you gotta fish that out. You got to show the work, but that's going to more time. I'm not gonna lie, that happened to me with my ex. Like, I happens to everybody. You no, know, he didn't tell me, and I went in the shower, and I was like, "What the fuck?" It scared me. I'm not gonna lie, it scared wait, 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 wait. the. He how didn't did, tell me, and he started how laughing. How did he finish then? So he finished. I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't paying attention. I was drunk, and then when I was in the shower, I just felt something, and I was like. Oh my god! Did it come out of your butt or your vagina? No, it came out my vagina, I'm and I just—I was scared. Way too many questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is lip service. No such thing. <laughs> but I was scared. I was nervous because I didn't know what was. I was like, "What the fuck is?" Am I? Like I didn't know. And then I just went in on him, and he was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't want to say anything." It was like when we first started dating, and I'm like, "This thing is a fucking weirdo." I that, was- that's too much for them. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely came inside you then. That's but I mean, in a condom, no. my stuff. No, the mm-hmm. condom was inside her. Condom was off. It was all in there together. He's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. All there. <laughs> what about sex on the girls? Period. I haven't heard you guys do any songs about that. Not Ooh, yet. We'll no. do a song. About <laughs> he said not yet. <laughs> not yet. What would it be called? Crime scene. Red zone. Red zone. Red zone sounds sexy still, so I think I like that. <laughs> Ultra wet. <laughs> Red wine. Right, Gigi? Red wine. <laughs> I like that. All right, now, I do feel like we have this connection because y'all have a song called Angela also on that album. <laughs> so, of course. And y'all like dissing Angela, actually. Is it's not really a diss. Oh, it's not a Angela Yee. She's not a bad person. <laughs> No, no, no. Angela is again. I mean, a lot of people. That's actually. I'm glad you asked that because that's a that's a song that we get a lot of questions about. I've been seen a million times. Like, who is Angela? Who is Angela? Who is Angela? And you know, it's 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 again a, me- a metaphor. It's a it's a kind of a double sided record where when I was writing it as a versus that record and stuff, it was um, inspired by Toronto. Like, Toronto was Angela, you know, the, the pretty girl that nobody had noticed for a while that all of a sudden now is getting all this attention. Ah, and I'm okay. like, oh, you know, I don't want you to lose yourself when you get out there. And, you know, I'm seeing this, you know, it, if you listen to it again, there's a lot of like locational lyrics in it that will probably make it make sense now. But it's also just like, you know, just there's girls obviously that relate to that kind of life and that story, too. So they kind of play both sides. That's but, clever. I didn't even realize that. The original yeah. idea of the song came from a song called Angelus which mm-hmm. is by Elliot Smith, which is about lo- like Los his view of Los Angeles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then we were trying to figure out how can we make that personal to us? Now I got to ask about, thank you. Yeah, listen, I like it. I'm not mad at it. 
<laughs> now you also have your second album was called The Morning After. And you know, The Morning After was the name of my morning show on Sirius. So that's why I'm saying we have a lot of uh, synergy here because <laughs> it was The Morning After with Angela Yee. So, and this is uh, our that's, that's your fault. That's, we've been connected for this long and it's the first time we're, doing, we're talking. Y'all don't be doing interviews like that. For, where, why for you, that? we would. <laughs> for you. Yeah, for you, we would, exactly. Well, can she be a part of the group since y'all have so much um, synergy? We can call it multiply. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? No? Okay, that's enough. Is that no? So, <laughs> was Division always the two of you? Because I remember when y'all first came out, people weren't sure, like, how many people are in the group, who was in the group. You guys were super low-key. So was this always 1985 and Daniel as Division, or was there a different plan? No, we originally were going to have you as well. <laughs> this damn morning show. They wrote the song and you didn't even call them. <laughs> you never did us back. So we're just like, all right, I guess we'll do it on our own. And if we connect, we connect. There. No, but she's, but she's right. Y'all are super low key. It's like you don't really see a lot of you guys as far as on the blogs and stuff like that. Is that something that you choose? Or do you think it's like the kind of women y'all deal with? Like, wh- what do you think that's about? I mean, I think that that's a good thing. The women that we deal with haven't got us on these blogs. That's kind of mm-hmm. like, that's a positive. Right. That's definitely a positive. I don't think a lot, I think a lot of people, they're, they're still, you know, peeling back the layers and discovering what division is, who division is, you know. I just even started, we just even started showing our, our faces on, on pictures and music videos and things like that. So it's just, we're, we're taking our time with everybody. Um, as far as our personal lives, yeah, we're lucky that none of that's hit any gossip sites and stuff like that. Well, I did see one thing, though. What you see? (laughs) (laughs) It's like more for Daniel, because um, Daniel, have you ever dated anybody that you've worked with? Dated anybody that I've worked with? What do you mean, like a... a, Artist. Another artist. Amuse. Amuse. (laughs) Um, I mean, we've only had records with other artists on this album i'm on process of elimination now so yes or, so yes or no daniel no i no i'm trying to think like okay. who, I, who I work with. no no because it's just been we've only had snow really kind of on our on our on our song we haven't done any features really with jesse reyes oh, so oh jesse reyes no no that, sorry I'm I'm jesse's the homegirl though i definitely knew her before the vision chantel may may, may mm-hmm. chantel, that's the, that's how the, you gonna forget everybody <laughs> 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 we only did a record with Drake, so who could it possibly be? Like, <laughs> let me think. He just named like ten girls that he did a song with. <laughs> and that's another reason, another connection we have. You have this song Courtside with Jesse Reyes. And I actually did um leave somebody on a date to go sit courtside. She sure did. Trifling. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really did. Did. Everybody, I mean, so, listen. The, yeah. the question the question yeah. for that is who lined up the courtside? Was it a guy that was on the court? Or was it a guy just trying to wind and dine you? It was a friend of mine, actually. And he really is just my friend. Yeah, like, was he on the court or was he a guy that just had access to the ticket? Um, it was actually my ex. Uh, yeah, it's actually her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and I, I went to go to court. <laughs> They're like best friends. It doesn't answer anything that I just asked. Was he on the court or did he buy you the tickets? You see women? This is, the, this is that entanglement shit. This Neither. is that entanglement shit. He got tickets from his friend and he was sitting on the court, court side. 
mm-hmm. he was there with somebody she was dating and, and gave like, her hey, come sit with me to go sit with her boyfriend. Oh, you were at the game with another yeah, person? I was yes. at the game. And I you left that, him I, by himself? In his seat. No, no, hold on. He, in all fairness, we were in a box, so we had box seats. It was other people for him to chat with. <laughs> but you was his date. I left him, but I didn't leave him by himself. Okay. Hey, he had people to talk to. Then they got a friend. And you know what? Sometimes I think that friendship is more important than somebody you're dating who you know you're not going to end up with anyway. I think so. You knew that before going to the yeah, game. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> she knew I she was going to leave his ass on the way to the game. I think that women have a tail in 2020. They're <laughs> killing us in the toxic game, 100%. Well, this was not in 2020. Yeah, it's Who do you think knows you guys better, right? As a man, do you think that your boys know you better or you think your girl knows you better? Um, if the relationship is real, if really, really real with the with the woman, I think that in my in my history it's it's been the woman. Because you'll show her sides that don't exist to your boys. Or you'll show her sides that your boys don't don't see. Your boys may know certain aspects of you better. But I think if I was to say all around, I think that you know, the woman would probably see the most raw, most vulnerable, most up, most downs, you know, that side. Of it, I, I think you I definitely heard. have something to think about if your boys know you better than the person you've been sleeping <laughs> with regularly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know you in it, but I feel like sometimes women don't know their man that well because guys sometimes act different when their girl's not around. Absolutely. And they oh, don't that the side to us that I think that usually our dogs will will will, will see and will have more of that access to like this is what single wild you know Daniel would have been like or this is what you know he thinks about I don't know. So, but who's the true person? But I think that I think that the woman, if you and your, because I mean, to me, my girl should be my best friend. So, I think once you get to that level with the girl, then you're gonna she's gonna end up seeing a lot more sides to you than your boy as well. I was going to say, can we say the same thing for women? Do women have completely different sides with their girls than they do with, you know, their significant other? <laughs> no? Same? No, I think, um, I think some women would even leave most of their friends, period. Like, they'll stop fucking with their friends when they get a man. Some women that I know. It's just like, I mean, if you want to call that being their true feelings, I don't know. I just feel like a woman could be the same in both ways, but I feel like they'll definitely will leave their friends behind when a man comes along quicker than I see a man doing that. I don't do that. That's, that's fact, though. Yeah, that's true. A lot of girls will end up, that'll end up consuming a lot, all their time and all their energy will just be there. They don't, maybe, maybe not full on cutoffs, but you know what? You know why I think women end up cutting off a lot of girls, to be honest? I think that they end up in relationships with the guy and the guy is... And their relationship ends up growing and the girl ends up looking around at the friends and being like, they're just not on the same shit that I'm on. And that happens even without a woman being in a relationship. That's just mm-hmm. like evolving and growing and, you know, that whole thing. Sometimes you cross paths with people, but eventually those paths split and you just grow out of each other. And that's perfectly okay. For sure. For sure. Now let's talk about the new album a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm using her feelings. I love the new album. So congrats on that. Thank you. Much. It's amazing. Because y'all don't be doing all these, like, you know, guest appearances. So I was a little concerned when I seen the track listing. I was like, what's happening here? But I did enjoy the album. So why um, that difference for you guys, third album in? I think a lot of it's timing. I think this is the first album that we could actually stop. So we made the first album. 
that came out, we were on tour within the first like two months. We were on tour. We did like four or five tours. Mm-hmm. Dropped the second album in between touring, and then we we were just still on the road. So this is the first time that we weren't on the road and kind of had the chance to lock in and say, what do we want to do? Who would we involve if we could? And we just reached out to a lot of the people that we'd already had great relationships with and um, just finally put some stuff together. And we, like, we still have songs from people that we haven't released, you know? So it, I know it looks like, oh, well, this is the album you guys decide to put all these features on, but it was more just about what songs fit the album, fit the vibe and then the things that didn't we're holding until it's the right time to release those. I like the Caribbean vibe y'all got with the popcorn and the bougie. Like, I thought those was real dope because it was something different for y'all, but it was still, like, in pocket of what y'all vibe already is. So I like the the switch up a little bit on you guys. Like, I thought that was a dope idea. And I like to keep it going, too. That's, yes, that's, that's my song. song, yes. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. I was asking y'all earlier, are y'all in relationships? We're both, we're both unwed. That's a good non-answer answer. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I was like, we ain't married, bitch. But <laughs> you want to get married? Absolutely, me. Anyways. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. Kids? Yeah, I, I, I want. I have something. a daughter already, so I'm okay. open to children. <laughs> you have to be. <laughs> I have a daughter, so I'm open to <laughs> But what kind of women do y'all like? How about like style wise, dress down or dress up? I think both. I think you, you have different modes and that's one of the best things about women is the fact that you guys can fit so many different like vibes. Like Men are just men. Men are boring. Men are kind of the same thing all the time. Like the guy will, penis. No, but like a guy will wear the same thing to dinner, then to a ball game, then to go see his parents. Like women have different modes and different styles. Guys are kind of just like the same thing all around. Like a guy is going to wear his tech fleece like anytime he can. Well, I, I will wear that. mine too. I kind of do that too. I'm yeah, not going to I like, I like a woman that can wear a nice tech please. Yeah, that's our thing right here. <laughs> that's the uniform around mm-hmm. here on Normandy and Weston. I like, I like, I like when you can do the, when you can do the the sweats, no makeup, just chilling and whatever. And I also like when I still know you got style. And switch up in you. Oh, like just, to, I just want to know you got style. Like when you want to do that, you can do that. Yeah. That's nothing to you. You might not be obsessed about it, but you know when you do it, you do your thing. Do you like lingerie? Um, certain kinds. There's some kinds that I'm just like, this is more. I know the idea that you guys are thinking and the stuff that you guys think we all like. And <laughs> what is that like? What's a yes and what's a no as far as lingerie? Um, I, I mean, don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm sure there's guys that do appreciate different things, but I'm saying for me, like. I mean, I like the, the what are they, like the, the, the thigh high. High stockings with the garter. Oh, shit, okay. Garter belt, right? Rip them stockings off. What's the, is that a garter belt when it has like the, 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 the yeah. attaches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's like, I don't, I don't need the garter belt. I it's guess too it's too hard right? to take it's off. Yeah. Without it's not the practical. This is not helpful. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how you make it practical. The woman, uh -oh. instead of putting the panties or the G-string on first and then putting the garter on, on after, you yeah. put everything else on and then you put the panty on top so the panty comes off and then the garter's still on with the thigh high. Oh, the garter's still on, but it's still the access. Yes, because yeah. you take the panties off and everything else is still there. Yeah, I mean, I mean that might be that might be interesting. <laughs> In my experience, I feel like lingerie is always very short lived because if it, it goes on too close, like too close to when you actually want to take it off, right. so it's such a like. Yeah, and you know the thing you about know what I mean? like it's I not. I feel like women want to be, women want it to be appreciated. Like yo, I went out and I put this they on. Don't care. And yeah, like, no, I look, yo, I try my best. I'll, okay, I will, you don't. I will extend the foreplay an extra five minutes just yeah, to five minutes. <laughs> what about a repeated lingerie set? Like <laughs> she like she, she came time back time. with it. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not two nights in a row. Don't be two nights in a row. She came with the same shit, and here we are. Just same shit. So I'm saying, if it's like, if it's like you did it on Valentine's Day, and then right. you did it again, like you know, some summer night. Like, oh, this same <laughs> shit. Right. <laughs> well, I only had this on for five minutes yesterday. I put it right back on. <laughs> Most men, we don't, we don't want much, so we're not, we're not going to complain about it. I mean, it's going to be the same thing as if you have a brown panties and you happen to wear that same brown panties later on. It's like it's, it's cool. We're not going to complain about it. But do you guys have like sexy pajamas for your sexy time? Honestly, I don't even know what that would be for. Me. <laughs> Like, what about free balling? Like, you might just like be like, no drugs today, boo. I've done, I've done that with under under like the tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> That's sexy. Is that uncomfortable? Thirst trapping out oh, here, huh? You, know, you, you do it on purpose, like you know, you know, it's like the the. Lady. Are you showing us? Yeah, no, yeah you're you're up, like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> don't forget <laughs> your boys in the chat now. Don't forget. <laughs> no, but like you know, if you're gonna sit down and if you're gonna. If you know that this might lead to some to to that kind of moment sooner than later, and you just happen to come out in the in the sweats in the sweats pants, free balling. Then, yeah, you didn't bother to put on the box because you know she's gonna pull it down soon anyway. It's like, no, I would never think that. If you was with your dude and you just pulled shit down, you wouldn't be like, "Where's his underwear? <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, <laughs> Why would that be a thought in your mind?" You. I, I, yeah, <laughs> from what I know, it's, it's been appreciated a couple times. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I don't know. I'm not used to guys not wearing panties. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's annoying. <laughs> you freeball it too, 1985? I really don't even like clothes, to be honest. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Thank he, you. He doesn't have anything on under so, freeball. No, I do. I do. Oh. I'm like, but like, I'm like, Comfort is key at all times. So whatever is the most natural, comfortable, especially if I'm home, like no draws, no draws. No <laughs> yeah, I, I just are you wearing draws right now because right you're home? Now is the question. To, to be because honest, you are at home. To be honest, I have on no. track pants. I have no draws on right now. Then you what color panties <laughs> you got on? We want to know what yeah. color panties. <laughs> I am wearing I am wearing boxers. I normally wear boxers. If I or boxer <laughs> boxer briefs. You know what I you know what I do realize that I do like I like somebody got me a pair. This is years ago. Um like the silk ones, like the ones that actually feel There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Okay. You like that good stuff. <laughs> That's a nice gift. And I can see you appreciated that. 
Yeah, I did. I did. That with a wife beater, that's my lingerie. There you go. That's the same. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you did it. I was like, it's seen from baby boy. <laughs> what's, a, what's a good way to apologize? Because I was listening to one of y'all songs and it made me think about that. So how would you apologize to a woman if you're wrong? Depends on what I did. Mm. Different, different things call, call, call for different things. Let's give scenarios, guys. I can't think of one up. Did you cheat Give me a scenario that really pissed you, you cheated. off. cheated. And I'll tell you what. Cheated? Oh. You cheated. You got caught. Scandal. Sometimes you just got to go head on and just address it. And just bring so, the bitch to the bedroom. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, if you got caught red-handed and you actually still care about doing something, sometimes you just got to be like, I apologize. Like, here we are now. Like, how do we, here how we, do we are. go forward? Are you apologizing with a gift? Yeah. What is that, is that it? Well, no, it, if you're caught <laughs> in the moment, you can't really, like, pull out a gift. Then you can think about how you're going to... Well, overall apology is what they're saying. Re- yeah, reconcile yeah. that. But I, I find gifts work but they've also not to say like been thrown back in your face but Mm -hmm. sometimes gifts with apologies are taken like oh you think you can buy me out like out of my anger or or, like not appreciate my feelings just because you Mm -hmm. got me something so i feel like it was something thoughtful it doesn't have to be an expensive gift it could be just something meaningful Mm -hmm. you just gotta know your woman because to her, meaningful might be you take a night okay. out. Right. You know, like you take or a night be, out. Or be a passport stamp. <clears throat> I feel like this is a weak apology. Daniel, what kind of apology you coming with? <laughs> For cheating? Yeah. You know, I actually had a situation. Oh, fuck. Why did I say this? That, which is why I'm late. I actually had a situation, <laughs> I had a situation where, you know, it, I, it's the one time I cheated, to be honest, because I, I, after that, I kind of like learned, like, uh, I'm not playing that game, but um, I, I was cheating. And I caught, I caught in the worst way too. They both like pulled up to my crib at the same time without mm. me. That's how they found out about each other. Mm. I came outside to like blood and weave all all in the. <gasps> no. They went at it. They went ham. They should have um, been fighting you, not each other. Yeah, right, right. And I came out. I came out. <laughs> One of them had that idea when I came out. <laughs> like, oh wait, what am I doing? Him. <laughs> um, anyhow, that that apology took a while. That was a lot of emotional mending. The thing about gifts is just like it's like it's like a band aid. Like it might make you feel better for a second, but it didn't actually fix the real problem. Yeah. So getting to the problem, getting to the root of the problem, getting to the the getting the trust back. That was the big thing. You know. So you and got that, both of them back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the funny thing is the funny thing is after they fought they both messaged me like on some like all right well are you gonna come home like are you gonna come coming over oh my god um i I had to choose and i chose who i chose and we stayed together for the next couple years and yeah it was there was a big long period of like me purposely leaving my phone unlocked (laughs) on tables and just walking away like just you know like just knowing what it took for her to just get that comfort level back, for her to be like, understand what happened and why that happened, and then let me show you all the ways that I'm going to make sure that you know it's not going to happen again. Cause and that's the only time you ever cheated? That's the only time I ever actually cheated in a full-on, like, relationship. relationship. I'm not going to say, like, yeah, I've been talking to you. You're a Scorpio, right? Yeah, we're loyal. I don't, loyal. That's I don't the, believe that's that. The, that's, 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 that's not true. <laughs> Scorpios are the biggest Scorpios, cheaters. Yeah, are. No, no, that's that's a mystery. Scorpio men have an insatiable sexual appetite. That's true. That, that's true. <laughs> 
He's like, yes. Not, but we're not cheaters. We're, lo- we're loyal people. We're loyal. We're protective. But yes, we do have an insatiable sexual appetite. What's your sign, 1985? So we Cancer. can analyze you. Cancer. Cancers are sensitive and cheap. Ooh. <laughs> no, he just told you he was buying Thank bottles you. in Vegas. I, I, I think I'm like the opposite of cheap. I'm like good with Thank my you. money, but I'm like... That's, that's good for you because in my experience, <laughs> cancer men got all the money and they don't want to share it. They just Interesting. Sit on the I've never heard that before. I'm, I'm literally like... And they're also yeah. very, very sensitive and they want to be like baby. Like they want you to like coddle them. I kind of feel like I'm the opposite. I'm not sensitive enough. Maybe you have like, what's your moon? I'm gonna have to look you up. I'm <laughs> July first. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know. Well, maybe you your know moon what, is. You know I I broke someone's trust once, and had a, there was secrets, and like it wasn't it wasn't a cheating thing, but there was like a lying situation. And what happened with that is the apology turned it was a trip. Actually, that turned into like a trip. That's a nice, that's a nice apology. Purposely just the two of us and like just locked in as the two of us, like away from the law. Let's just, you know, connect on that level and just be. The number one in my book, the number one thing that you can do to reconcile some bullshit is to acknowledge what you've done. Sometimes that's all it takes. (laughs) You acknowledge I'm, I was wrong. I did this. I did not mean to hurt you. I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. That goes a very long way. Super long, very long way. way. Yeah, Super long way. And and most men don't even know. Like, just accept it. Stop trying to deny it. Stop trying to say it wasn't me. Stop trying to lie your way through it and just I, say I was wrong. My, That's all we want to hear. Is I was I, wrong. I'm sorry. I did it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's it. When I had my situation, I just told you guys about. I ended up before the after all them fighting and stuff like that. I ended up sitting down in a car with both of them as, <gasps> they, as they fact checked. So that time when you said this, were you really? And oh, my God. I can't believe you did that. Oh, hell no. I would have never did that shit. I admitted detail of every last thing. And that just, is crazy. That was it. But I, it had to be done. It had to be done. But yeah. that was because you wanted one of them back, though. You did that for that girl. I did that. I, I And you know what? In that second, I didn't really know who that was going to be. Who's that in what, the front? What, what it was was my, it was my girl and my ex. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so your girl has to take precedence over your ex at that point. That's what happened. That's what happened. And you stayed with your girl? Stayed with my girl. So what about when they bring up stuff that's old? Like, say she was to bring up the ex again. Or like, remember what? And you was fucking that bitch. Da, 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 da. How do y'all get through that or past that? You, you got to stomach that. That's jabs. That's jabs to the chest. You just, all right. <laughs> yeah, you if, if you want to fix it, you just got to, you got to hold that. Now, mind you, if it's two years later, that should slow up a lot. Mm-hmm. But, but if it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes it depends on the person too, because like some girls will say it and not like expect a response. Right. Some girls say it and expect like the full dialogue where you might just be like, yo, I'm not getting into that right now. And she's like, no, we're going to have this conversation now as right. though it just happened. Now. <laughs> you know, and I've been in those positions too, where, somebody says something and just my personality is more just like I'm chilling right now. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yes, we're going to talk this about this now. shit today. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that can just be like, you were watching TV and face. something happened on TV and that like reminded Trigger, her. Triggers it. She's like, Did you watch TV you with that, that bitch? <laughs> yeah. You remember that time? That, and I'm like, we were just fine. I'm not, I don't want to get into that. And she's like, well, you don't have a choice. Mm. 
We're doing and, this now. Yeah, today, now. Now, here's the real question. When you cheated, did you use condoms with both of them? Because I know you don't like anything between you. I always use condoms, so. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid condom. Even in you don't always use condoms because you have a daughter. <laughs> well, that's why I always use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yeah, when I did, I, I was definitely having safe sex. I've, I've, I've always been safe sex guy. I'm not just so you cheated with your girlfriend, girlfriend you were using a condom and you used the condom on your ex no i i would use condoms mainly with both of them with the girlfriend at the time the only thing that we the only times that we didn't was she she had her calendar down so it was just like these three days right here don't do it right. no 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 it's green light these three oh, days. Oh, okay <laughs> that, that's what it was but mind you it, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't going on for long and to be honest when it happened we were technically on a break but it didn't matter to her that's it was cheating so i just accepted as all right i cheated did y'all ever fall in love during sex like after you had sex with the person you knew like all right i'm in love with this person now no for a moment that is not love that is normal <laughs> that is right <laughs> that's <laughs> lust yeah, that is, as soon as you orgasm, you weren't in love anymore. <laughs> I don't. I've never. I've never had that. But I mean, the sexual chemistry does go a long way in de- wanting to to go further with somebody. That's when guys are the most vulnerable. When you guys are like right after you come and your little dick shrivels up. Yeah, your little right dick shrivels. <laughs> right before we come. Yeah, I feel like after we come, we snap <laughs> back into it. And we're like, oh yeah, that's when all the blood rushes back to your head. <laughs> <laughs> your balls were tight but now they're loose and hanging yeah it's a, it's a scientific thing actually the the whatever makes us hard when we're hard that's the blood that comes rushing from our brain so we're technically at our stupidest when <laughs> so is that the best time to ask for something or ask yes. for somebody to do something yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. ask him why it's big hard but you don't go through <laughs> with it when it's not hard anymore would you right so, so yeah. Wait, so when you're not hard anymore, are you going to stick to what you said yes to when you were hard? You I'm, a man, I'm a man of my word. So. Yeah, you got to be a man of your word. <laughs> How about you, 1985? You going gonna to keep it real and still do it? If I said I'm going to do it, I'll do it. Okay. You know, so, so I'm... So for all the ladies out there, <laughs> go get, get that bag he promised you, sis. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, though, like if I say I'm going to do it, if I say I'm going to help you... Whatever it is, if you ask me for something, I actually said yes. Those things I have not wanted to do at all, but because I already said to the person, "Look, I'll do it." <laughs> I do it. Like, like what? Fuck. Like what? Yeah, give us an example. I've helped people out in situations before where I was probably too generous in being like, "Yo, you need anything? Just hit me." Because when they do hit you, <laughs> ah shit, mm. you don't mean that shit when you uh-huh. say that. You know, yeah. not to trust that line. Mortgages. That's do. the thing, though, because I I said I would, I I do. So when they came asking for the rent, you have to be like, "Bitch." <laughs> Hopefully, he says that to us at the end of this episode. We gotta hit him up on Instagram. Like, remember you said if we need okay. anything. No. Well, I I don't say that anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you learned, learned a lot lessons. of lessons. You're very smart. <laughs> I've learned a lot of lessons. You know, especially being in this industry, but being like the low-key person that's kind of like watching stuff. So you mm-hmm. see a lot. Right. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Have you ever hooked up with a girl who was backstage looking for somebody else and then you <laughs> snagged her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a... That's his thing? I did not know that. Oh. Would you keep <laughs> her away? Like, would you keep her away from the team though? Because you know like what she on? 
No, no, no. She well, she wasn't looking for somebody like in a in dating sense. She was just like supposed to be meeting with somebody, and then we oh, ran okay. into each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking for her homegirl she was really looking for drake okay <laughs> now i also like that you guys did that song friends and that's a um a remake of the sos band just be good to me when i first was listening to it i was like damn hold on a second this sound kind of yeah. familiar <laughs> so you were familiar with sos band and all of that already because i know that's an old school throwback so we're super, super, super music heads. So and that's a, that's one of those things where it's like we we know music that were like before our parents' time, just because mm-hmm. we're that's that that was kind of like our bond. And the original thing was just how much of like music as we we were, and you know how much music we knew and um, stuff like that. But actually, that specific song came from an idea that uh, that Drake had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drake, it was Drake and, and Party and. Um, they had this idea of them flipping that thing and then it just kind of ended up, you know, moving around the camp and we're like, yo, we'll take this road, you know, to do it. I like it. Y'all did a good job with that. Thank you. And taking something and making your own. Are y'all going to go see Usher? I think he's doing a, um, Vegas, a residency in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm definitely trying to get out there for that. That's crazy. How long is the show? Is it like a full, it's a full concert, right? Or just yeah. yeah, I think it's a full, yeah, a full concert. That's a nice date. When people come to Division concerts, right, is it like a date night thing mostly or is it a lot of women? Both. Both. Definitely both. A man put me on to y'all for real. Like a dude. Like like he was trying to do some things. Maybe. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, <baby. laughs> I like to use us as their like, the representatives sometimes. Right. Um, they don't use condoms. Why should I? Yeah. <laughs> like, Vision said this, so you know, I, I, you know or, or, or putting girls up on the music to kind of like show that side of them. Yeah. Um, but our concerts, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of girls, obviously, and then you know we do have a, a good amount of couples. I feel like by the time our careers, you know, winding down, we're gonna be like up there in stats as far as like most proposals. Mm-hmm. Because right now I feel like we've had like three, four, three or four at least for people just like straight up proposing in the middle of the concerts. So. Oh, that's fire. That is amazing. I love that. I think that's really dope. It is. It is. It, make, it makes us feel nice. Like, yo, we, you know, we're a part of somebody's like life. Now. Anybody ever said no? No. no. Not at the show. Well, you got to say no. yes there. I the know later. So maybe yeah. later on, who knows? Who knows? You got to say yes. Terrible. I, y'all <laughs> would probably feel bad that the girl said no, right? There's a lot of babies that's made to your music too, I'm sure. So Definitely. They, so they say. Who do y'all use as a muse? All the women that we meet, all the people that we meet, um, our our families, our our life experiences. But I mean, this definitely it's not just one thing, especially with this album. There's records like Still Pray For You where you know, you hear me going into, you know, some family stuff and, um, you know, my relationship with my friends, you know, my circle keeps shrinking down. It's like a dot now. Right. Yeah. I like that line. From, from that to, to, you know, songs like Muse or songs like For Us, where it's like, these are all different, different experiences and different times that might be, might've been me or even 85. 85 sometimes comes up with, you know, an idea or a, or a line, or a, or a, you know, a concept that that you know yeah, is often experienced that he he might be going through, and that turns into okay, I know exactly what that was like. So, 
So who's the one that got stabbed in the back previously then? Who came up with that and feels like they can't trust women? That's probably me. Uh-oh. So I want to know what exactly Which happened. line is that? I don't even know what line that is, but I, that sounds like me. So can you expand on what happened? Because I, I want to know why, where this hurt comes from. Um, that... I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what line you're talking about to know. Do you, do you know when you heard that? When did I say that? No, I just remember you saying, I, I can't remember what song it is. You know, I'll be listening. Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna Google me, it. Tell me the actual lyric. I'll tell you for sure what it was about. But in the meantime, while you're looking. Okay, here we go. Whenever I truly loved anybody, they've always stabbed me in the back. Oh well, that wasn't me. Oh, that's the the woman. The woman's in it. Yeah, because this is like from the woman's perspective throughout the album. Right. Oh, right. Then, okay, so we that's the muse. Her, yeah, mm-hmm. we were using her to narrate. Right. You know, the muse's position. But with that said, I I was always, and that's something the that '85 found. Um, but I connected to it because I felt like that before. Where it's just like anybody I ever really, anytime I ever go all the way hard. It's turned into the person, you know, turning on me in, in some different ways. Um, but my the main situation that I was thinking of when you asked that question, um, my, my first, my first, I guess she's my first everything. My first love, my first time, my first all that, my, besides kiss and shit like that. But um, I guess my high school sweetheart, I guess you call it. Yeah, we were together for a few years. And um, yeah, she, she's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Why is she the worst? Um, no, she just, you know, just like betrayal. I never, that was a, like, you had, she had the pure, she created the problems that a lot of girls dealt with in me afterwards. Where you, like, what did she do? How common that is with men. Wait, That's again? where all of the problems lie. The problems lie when you get your heart broken when you're in the fourth so. grade. <laughs> Bring that shit to all of your adult relationships. Let that shit go. What did she? What did she do? Let's let him. Um, we want to hear this. There's no real way to make the story short, so I, I I can just say this: like just the the any every level of betrayal you could possibly think of. She slept with one of your friends. No, no, okay. Eighty five. Every level. Oh, don't look at me. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. No, but she she you know just like. The amount of lies, the amount of secrets, the amount of... I, I put like this. I'll give you one one little section of the millions of things she did. At one time, we went on a break. And during that break, I literally, even in the break, refused to sleep with anybody else because I'm like, she's the only girl I've slept with. And I don't want to give it away to somebody. Oh, look at you. <laughs> that was your first? Yeah. And then when she comes back, I don't want to have to have an, another person, another body there. So I literally just... Masturbated, yeah. I, <laughs> I literally just held it down. I stopped wearing <laughs> underwear <laughs> and rubbing again. Fucking little Kenny. By the time, by the time she came back, I found out this girl. She ended up moving for a little bit. I found that she ended up moving because she was in a relationship with somebody else. In high school, left, left. No, no, no. We were together from high school. Oh, they were high school sweethearts. Okay, okay, okay. So it lasted until you know past that, but. Yeah, picked up, left the country, had a pull-on boyfriend somewhere else, came back, came and then came back to me and then told me that before she was even with the other boy, boyfriend, she had been with this guy, that guy. Damn, so you was I holding it break. down. I was holding it down. But y'all were on a break. Nobody told you to hold it down. But she was, was fucking everybody. Right. You know what? <laughs> she was single. Right. And I learned he was going to get right back. 
That's not really her fault. If you guys are on a break, she's allowed to do that. No, no, no. You have to understand. We were in a relationship when she basically got herself into another relationship with someone. Ooh, trifling. Well, you so, gotta prepare for it. I had it. to empty my and cup. Only, and mind you, that's only that's only a, a small part. You gotta prepare for that. <laughs> you know, only a small part of the the grand scheme. Did yeah, you take she, her back? I took her back before finding that out. Oh, so, okay. So, so say, she did this, came back, lied about it. We were back together, rolling, and then I ended up finding out. Found out. And did you stay with her, or you just was like, "Hell no"? No, no. I, I, Where is she now? Who know, Who knows? You don't look up her Facebook or nothing or Instagram. You know, the funny thing is from the time we broke up, I literally have not seen. And and it's a weird because we should have ran into each other in Toronto at some point by now. But you still pray for her? Huh? Do you still pray for her? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's not on your prayer list. No, she's not. I wonder, have y'all ever got like a window bashed or something? Because I can't imagine like how y'all would be like angry, (laughs) like. I'm trying to figure it out. I've I got my car keyed. You have? Yeah. <laughs> what is, did they write something or was it just scratched up? No. So long story. When I first started traveling a lot more well, with Drake, I, at the time, had given my girl the key to my house, like my mm-hmm. current house. And we basically broke up while I was on the road. Damn. Yeah, uh, but she still had access to my house. Shit. And I was like, mm, she's not going to do anything crazy. I came back, stuff was ripped up. My car was all scratched up. And she tried to tell me it wasn't her. I was like, <laughs> why did you break up with her? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'd have waited until I got home at least. And she found just... somebody better on the road. No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> so at the time, at the time that was happening, that was literally when we were first starting Division. And I was working nonstop because Drake's schedule is like, nine o'clock at night till like 10 the next morning. So I'd be working nonstop and then the time difference. So literally as I'm about to go to bed, she's waking up and texting me just like kind of getting at me for not being like on the phone. Available. And I was just like, yo, I'm just here working. Like we're literally just working on the album. That's it. And she's like, no, I think there's other things. I was like, no, 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 for real. Like I, I'm just working. Like when I wasn't working on Drake stuff, I was still going back and forth with Daniel working on the, the first division album. Mm-hmm. So I was working nonstop. And for whatever reason, she was just like, yeah, I don't like, I don't think you have enough time for me. And I was like, well, I'm just working right now. Like this is a once in a lifetime chance. I don't think I'll always be this busy, but like, I'll be back home. It's cool. Like right. you live in my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have, you have access to my house. Like, you know, I'm I'm not doing nothing. And we were just like fighting all the time. Eventually I was just like, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to fight this much. Like I can't do it. It's not even healthy for us to do it. And I wasn't so much mad. I was more exhausted. And you're a cancer. So he's probably crying every day. No. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> he's like kind I'm, of the of cancer. Oh, like, oh. I'm just like, I don't have enough emotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. So I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over this. I'm, you might be part Gemini. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> so you told her to move out while you were gone? I didn't even tell her to move out. Oh, okay. So she could have stayed there. That's nice. She could have. I would have squatted. And then when you came back, I'd have been like, you got to find a new place. <laughs> yeah, like like literally, she could have just stayed and chilled, did whatever she was doing. Like, I wasn't that is even. so nice of you. Chilled on the like, pillow? I wasn't like honor about that stuff. I was more just like, yo, I just don't want to have these conversations. So we can't right. do this anymore. In the back of my mind, I was like, she's at your house. So. 
Damn. 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 Like, ah, it's not that crazy. Like, I didn't say anything bad to her. I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I came back. My car was keyed up. Damn she, it. like, ripped. I had this one shelf that was hanging on the wall. She had, like, ripped the shelf off the wall. I was like, oh, was my lord. And she's like, oh, like, That's a red I flag. might tell you I came to the house one day and I think somebody was inside. And I was like, <laughs> I meant to tell you. No. <laughs> That's what yeah, she went through it. And they, they knew what car was yours? And fucked yeah, the car up too. <laughs> well, well, this is the thing: the garage is attached to the house. Uh, you inside the house to get to the car. Right. She didn't oh do a police God. report or nothing, huh? Nothing. So I was just like, <laughs> I just let it be. Do y'all ever do? Even... Have y'all ever done anything crazy to a, a woman? Like stalked her? Oh my God! No one's gonna admit that. Pop, popped up. You know, guys will <laughs> pop up at your house. Pop up at your house. Ain't gonna admit it. I've been popped up on too many times. Okay. I've heard some guys admit it. I've heard some guys admit it. I I I, I definitely have never done anything like that. The most I can say that I did is, you know, look through shit at some point when I was like, look through phones. I was right, and I was. Like, hey, have you ever cried over a girl? Uh, Stop it, nineteen eighty five. You know you cry when you cry yourself. You never, you know. That's the thing. Like I, anybody who actually knows me would probably say I'm too emotionless. Like, I don't have enough of a response to so many things, like, good or bad. There has to be a reason for that. Um, I think a lot of it, like, and Daniel can attest to this, is I think growing up, I was just so used to, like, not being the lucky one, you know, not expecting it to go right. So I'm not even going to tell somebody if something might happen because it just might fall through. So I'm not going to say anything. Right. You know, and you do that for so long that even when I do have big wins now, or if I know there's going to be a big win coming up, I just don't mention it because I'm like, I don't want to be the guy that was like saying, oh, I got this coming through and then it falls through. And then you just kind of look, you know, crazy. You like, oh, you, af- you don't celebrate after? Then after the fact, once it happened, I'm like, ah, it happened. All right. On to the next. Right. That's literally how I am. You know, like <laughs> I've had some major wins in the last four or five years, especially mm. in like my production career. You sure I, have. I yeah. haven't really like ever wilded out about that stuff. Hey, I just, like, Daniel, Daniel let's do a surprise party for him. Yes. Let's do it in New York. I'm trying to get up there. Yeah, come on. Bring on. You want us to have a surprise party for you? Yeah, I'm, I'll set it up. <laughs> I think we should really do it. I think that's a, that'll be a good idea. So we, we can just see celebrate you and you could just be like excited. He needs one of those, man. He needs one of those. Sure. <laughs> do you think your music is better when you're going through some heartbreak i think that no i think the music is better maybe right after that i don't want to talk about this shit when i'm actually in it right those people that I, like i need to live mm-hmm. and then when i'm past that i'll, I'll go and tell talk you about, about it yeah. when i'm when i'm in it i'm i'm in it so if it's if it's a heartbreak if it's a whatever that's probably consumed me to the point i'm i'm not even making music you know i'm just sitting in the crib you know Stressing, sick. Part of me has always been, I guess, I don't know if worried is the right word, but a little afraid of everything being amazing. I almost feel like, what am I going to pull from for my art? Where do I draw like my experiences from? Because I feel like people don't really love happy music as as much as they love like sad music. I don't know that that's true because listen happy music is great like when you have fun when you clean in the house when you're about to go out 
I understand what you're saying though, because sometimes that heartfelt sad music can can be more it hits different. It can be more meaningful. Mm-hmm. But I feel like on the radio they don't like it as much. No, they don't like happy music, or they don't like sad music. They don't like sad music as much on the radio. I feel like they like happier. I don't know. This, that's true, but I feel like everybody's favorite albums are the albums that like yeah. relate to like something they were going through. Those like, are the oh, classics. Yo, that was the like happiest Mary time Jane of my Blige, life. My life. Yeah, exactly. Andy Winehouse. <laughs> yeah. People like a Tony Braxton classic yeah. album. Because when you're in the house, you don't think to be like, oh, let me put on Happy by Pharrell. Like, that's just too mm-hmm. much. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's like when you're outside, though, and you're drinking and shit. Like, that's what you want to hear. Ideally, there's music for every different mood, you know? Right. Uh, Gigi, Laurie, I want to ask you, have you guys ever cried in a club? <laughs> what? <laughs> in a club? Like, have you ever been no. out with your girls and even though you're supposed to be having a good time, ended up crying? I did cry in a club one time, but I was on ecstasy. <laughs> and I was laughing and crying at the same time. That's, that's a weird combination. Isn't that supposed to be making you super happy? Super <laughs> that's what I'm happy? saying. I was laughing and crying at the same time. You I was, was laughing, laughing so hard you were crying. crying. Why were you crying? I, was, no, I started crying first. Like, oh, I'm on drugs, but this is my life. <laughs> something was funny, and then I just started laughing. And then I just, this was years and years and years ago. Like, literally, like, probably almost. Yeah, like, ecstasy was a while ago for us. I yeah, think I might have lost my phone one time <laughs> and started crying. But, like. <laughs> was I there? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or like I've never or maybe like I was drunk and I remember when I was younger, but I don't remember just like what would make you ask that? Did you do that recently? <laughs> like, no, I was just think about the song with future. <laughs> oh, oh, crying in the club. I'm tripping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crying in the crying. car. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because there are times when that happens, right? You know what I hate? When you go out with your friends and y'all both have been guilty of this. And your man, their man calls, and then they end up being outside on the phone the whole time, and we're supposed to be like at dinner or at a party because you're your arguing. Man, yeah, and then your man call you and start arguing and ruin the whole goddamn night. That shit fucks the whole night up. But I feel like y'all get pleasure out of doing that to women. <laughs> they don't want her that bitch to have fun when she out with her friends. Let me ruin her night. Oh, oh, you know what? I think that guys, you want to get with guys is a, a lot of us. I mean, I uh, know me anyways. I'm like a. I'm a fixer. I'm a problem solver. So I don't want to wait to fix shit. You know, like if something's wrong, let's deal with it. Oh you shit! I'm not up, like you that. Have, you yeah, you pick <laughs> up and they're out. Like okay, that doesn't that does. I mean, yeah, if it's like you're at work and you got to deal with something, fine, cool. But if it's like you can step away for two seconds and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I need I'll, a moment. If I'm, I'm, I'm upset, yeah, in a second. No, I need I'm, a moment, or it's gonna be bad. Like, I'm one of those, like, let, let's talk about this so it doesn't get bad. <laughs> Even if she's out with her friends, like, having a good time at somebody's birthday, you're going to still call oh, her? No, no. I'm not trying to ruin the birthday, obviously. But, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> before, hopefully before she got there or on the car ride or something, we got somewhere. So it doesn't turn into, like, six hours of us just sitting here, like, festering. Because then by the time it's done, it's like, you know, you might, there's, there's, there might even be resentment by the time because we just let something just linger. But... It depends on how big the situation is, obviously. You think women have a perception of you guys because of your music, like that you're going to be like really sweet and yeah. what a relationship will be like with you? Yeah. <laughs> is that perception true? I think that what women hear in my music and our music, um, but I guess speaking on me because I guess I'm the voice that they hear, you're, you're hearing, what they need to know is that they're hearing sides of me that exist 
it doesn't mean that that side is constantly there at all times. That's not mm. real. That's not, you know, I'm not the guy that's you know, talking about any one thing all the time, whether it be sex, whether it be love, whether it be, you know, um, you know, something about, you know, yeah, I feel like you, you could be the one that, I, you know, I spend my life with or that's worth all this, this shit we're going through. Like that might, these are things that certain women have access or certain situations have access because we were there. Doesn't mean when I meet you, I'm immediately popping up with 50 roses and <laughs> in a white suit, you know, that's just not, that's just not me. Um, I thought all R&B singers did that. Yeah, see? They used to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's 90s R&B, uh, Luria. Huh? It's 90s R&B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You guys are nostalgic, though. <laughs> those, Bring it 90s, back. those 90s R&B niggas are not like that. I'm telling you. Bobby <laughs> Brown was not bringing Whitney flowers. He was bringing her a different kind of white something. <laughs> so Whitney was bringing it to Bobby. Yeah, they, was bringing it for him. they was bringing it to each other. Right. There you go. Well, listen, you guys, we got to make sure we do this again, but I do appreciate y'all for actually doing lip service. I was really excited because I didn't think it was going to happen. I was like, they better not cancel on us. <laughs> so mm-hmm. thank you for showing up. Daniel almost canceled. He did. <laughs> but right, we do. We pull it together so we can multiply. Don't we? Come on, multiply. <laughs> and um, 1985, we are going to have this surprise party for you when you're in New York. So okay, we're gonna sounds start, good. We're going to start I'm going to yeah, tell Mr. Morgan, we're going to get a great space and we're going to find some space. <laughs> We'll do it. <laughs> and you're going to be excited. And if you act not happy, we're going to be very upset. Don't wear no drawers or nothing. You don't know don't if you're going to get no Not that type of night. <laughs> Hit me up. We'll set it up. <laughs> all right, guys. But thank you all so much. I really do appreciate it. You know, I'm a big fan of Division. So this was really, really dope for me. Thank you. Guys. I appreciate you. And last question. What are those songs that y'all have on the stash that we haven't heard yet? Mm-hmm. You'll hear them. You'll hear them soon. Tell us now, since we're gonna hear them later. I'm trying to think, what do we have? We definitely have more records with with Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love Ty Dolla Sign. That's a dope. He did this time with Buju. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We um, we're definitely sitting on on some gems there. So you guys will hear those soon. All right. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh-huh. Got you. That's the headline. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The headline <laughs> is that y'all don't wear underwear. That's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Division, thank y'all so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Silky draws on my balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>